Welcome to the weekly forecast. My name is Jasmine Lee and I am not your mama's astrologer. <laughs> Since we're rebooting my podcast, I wanted to quickly introduce myself. I come from a long line of witchy women who like to break the mold of the stereotypical witchy being. We don't go to goddess circles. We don't do anything that that goes in line with what your normal astrologer would do. But I kind of dig that about us. I feel like astrology is for everyone. And if we are only encasing ourselves in the mystic, then we're missing the point of the day-to-day life. It's not just about magic. It's about making the bed. It's not just about our intuition. It's getting the dishes done. You know what I mean? So I hope to come to you every week with a weekly forecast that makes sense for your real life and maybe a little bit for your magical life too. So welcome. This is your weekly forecast of the astrology that's going on this week. Whoo, whoo. I feel like I am coming in uh, in the middle of a party because last week there was so much going on. There was a full moon in Virgo asking us where our perfection points are and why are we so attached to perfection in the first place. It's a standard that none of us can keep up with. So welcome to the hangover of being imperfect. Welcome. I'm part of that circle. (laughs) Blessedly imperfect, here we are, sitting in the soup together. So now the moon has moved on. We're in Libra, and I love this for us. I'm a Libra myself. The Libra moon is a little more harmonious. It wants to like rub the boo-boos that Virgo inflicted on our very souls and make us say, hey, it's okay. We can still make a go with this. It's like when my seven-year-old son tries to draw something. He's a Virgo moon. He tries to draw something and it doesn't turn out the way that he wanted it to. And so he doesn't want to draw anymore. And we really have to work with him to be to say, you know, what could it be? If it's not what you wanted it or expected it to be, what could it be? How can we make it something new and different? And maybe you'll love that even more. So that's the lesson my seven-year-old is learning. So why can't we learn that too? You know, if we feel like we've made a mess of our lives, which (laughs) if you're of a certain age, we certainly have had our moments How can we Bob Ross it? How can we make it into mountains or turn it into the ocean or make it trees, make it something pretty? Libra Moon wants to make it pretty. We wanna rub it, make it nice. Also this week we'll have a Scorpio Moon which is gonna invite us to get really deep. To me, I feel like we all need to be living in this reality all the time. Righteous authenticity. Imagine how the world would change if we weren't afraid of who we really are, if we weren't afraid of how we're really feeling, if we weren't afraid of expressing what's really going on for us. I mean, listen, it would be kind of intense if like all of us were doing that all the time, right? I mean, damn, everybody be walking around feeling their feelings. But I feel like there'd be an initial purge and then a leveling out because we would begin to understand something very important about ourselves and about the world at large. 
and that Virgo Moon was kind of whispering to us this weekend. There's no such thing as the perfect life. Whoever you are looking at right now in your world that you think has a perfect life, I want you to dig a little deeper because I guarantee you there are aspects of that person's life that you would be like, yuck, no thanks. So listen, we don't yuck other people's yum and vice versa. We need to come to the conclusion that our individual self, that our mind, body, and spirit is worth it, is worth giving, bringing, and accepting. It's worth sharing, more importantly, so that we can all begin to understand that we're all dirtbags. I'm a dirtbag, you're a dirtbag, and if you tell me you're not, I'm just gonna think you're lying. So, this is the week to explore our righteous authenticity. There's also quite a lot going on, and I'm not going to bore you with the transits and the details, but there is this realm we're entering in where I feel like we've had to say goodbye to a lot of our pipe dreams. We've had to let go of a lot of things that just weren't working and things that were surface level. But now, the badass piece of things not working out is now we've got the correct puzzle pieces instead of like the janky ones that we were like trying to fit into places where they weren't supposed to be. We do have the right tools and the right puzzle pieces now. It's just a matter of asking ourselves, where do we want this piece to go? We can't force it. Every piece has a home. So how do we explore righteously our ability to roll with our new lives? I think a lot of us need to get with the program that life is not what we thought it was going to be. The older you get, the more vibey <laughs> that becomes. And, you know, there's a reason when we read stories and the main characters maybe their love interests, maybe their sisters, maybe their friends, maybe their family members are turning away from each other. And the reader says, no, no, don't do that. That's not what you're supposed to be doing. You're supposed to be figuring out a solution. That's Libra Moon. Libra Moon wants us to figure it out. Like, why do we have to fight so much? Why do we have to resist so much of what would be good for us? There's many different theories why we do that. I think deep down we all desire and create a bit of contrast in our lives so that we can understand better what we do and do not want. The unfortunate piece is, you know, if you're the kind of person like myself where you cannot be told that that's going to hurt, you have to like touch it and get hurt by it in order to know. Well, I think we've all touched We've all experienced and we've all gotten hurt. And now we're the readers who are reading these stories saying, no, don't resist each other. Don't go away from each other. Come back together. So how do we become the characters and the reader in our own collective stories? Well, I can tell you that. And what's going on in the astrology right now wants us to turn on our neutrality, to be able to look at our lives without so much resistance, without so much judgment, without so much mm, lack of clarity. So Libra says, why can't we all get along? Scorpio moon comes in and says, well, <laughs> because we're not being real or true to ourselves all the time. So consequences. And then the Sag moon will come in at the end of the week into the weekend and make it nice and be like, but how can we play you guys? Okay, it's been, it's been real. 
We're real. I get it. But like, how do we travel if we can't physically in our minds? How do we find new ways? Because that's what really this week is going to be about. I feel like there's going to be many moments this week where we're like, well, that didn't work. Or God, I keep trying it this way. And why can't I just not do it this way. And I think that's like just being human, right? It's just butting up against the same problem and expecting a different result. Mm, interesting. Also kind of the definition of insanity. <laughs> but hey, here we are. We, you know, we're scientists in our life. We have hypotheses and we experiment and, you know, nine times out of 10, we get it wrong. But becoming the reader of our own story helps us to turn on that neutrality, helps us to see that our path really isn't <laughs> as specific as maybe we thought that it was going to be, that our path maybe isn't, you know, the one we had been paving in the per first place. And that as a reader, we really love it when there's a plot twist. So why are we so afraid of these plot twists in our life? This is really a theme of this week. Why is it that it's so easy for us to watch a reality show, to watch Survivor and be like, oh, that person's super lying to you. It's so obvious. Well, number one, we don't have any skin in the game. Number two, we're not in the game. And number three, we're not emotionally invested or tied to the outcome of that game. Okay, some of us are, right? I, I have my favorites. But it's not our lives. So when we're under duress, which this week there might be some bumps in the road, when we're feeling like this isn't working, it, there's always going to be a hint, a sign, a, a direction that's going to gently be nudging us because we're moving in to Pisces season. Here we are. And Pisces is like this ethereal, otherworldly shit, you know? It's like asking us to not always have to be so rational about the answer. So if we were truly neutral, and if we weren't attached to our own outcome, how would we be living our lives differently? You know, I mean, we've got huge attachment issues, all of us, all the time, because, you know, mama got to eat and like, we got to take care of our stuff and we got to get our ducks in a row. But, you know, ducks, I don't see them much in a row unless they're babies and they be following their mama. And, you know, we ain't that anymore. We're grown adults who need to sort it for ourselves. So I really see the capability and option of solutions this week. But with options and solutions, what do you think that comes with? You know, obviously it comes with more problems. So I really want you, my friends, to go into this week and think righteously about what you could be doing radically different, not just little bits different, like big steps different. You know, when you wake up in the morning, you're always like, oh, God, <laughs> you know, I'm not ready to get out of bed. Today's Monday, which is why I like to do readings on Mondays, because listen, it's a hard day. Mondays are our moon days. They're the days where we would best be left in bed with a cup of tea and our fictional characters and not our real life. But instead, we're forced to get up. We're forced to operate under a regime of fictionalized shoulds. And that's what we're doing. We just should this, we should that. We should be making a home-cooked meal every night for our children. We should be the perfect partner, always present and available. And the truth is, this is all 
a crazy illusion that we've all signed up for. So when we wake up on a Monday, I doubt the last thing on our mind is, how can I radically change my week to like start digging this vibe? You know, what would have to happen on Sunday for you to look forward to your Monday? Do you hate your job? Well, I'm not saying quit your job. I'm saying what other job would make you happier? And if you can't come up with that, like stay at your job, yo. But if you can come up with something that would make you so much happier, what are small steps you can be doing to like get into that category? If you're lonely and you wish you had a relationship, what are some steps? You know, it's just baby steps. I think honestly, when I was starting my astrology business, I was really consistent for a while about doing podcasts, but then I would fall off because I'd be like, oh, not very many people are listening. Not very many people are watching. What's my worth? Is it really like, is this not for me? And so I took another job. Now I'm a second grade assistant at a school, my children's school, and I love that. However, you know, it's not astrology and astrology is really where my heart is so i started seeing it different i started saying listen i'm not gonna be today the biggest astrologer around because first nobody knows me <laughs> and second i ha what have i done like what steps have i done to become the most well-known astrologer not very many right so i broke it down to its really core level and thought why was I giving up before I had even gotten started? So I'm here again, and it's about consistency. And it's about saying, well, astrology is really where my heart is, so how am I gonna take steps every day that isn't about likes or shares or popularity, but it's about staying in my focus, staying in my dreams, and being the kind of character I would wanna read in a book. In case you couldn't tell, I'm an avid reader. Going into Pisces season, I recommend reading books that are about manifestation, that are about, you know, using your energy for good. You know, we all said Glenda was a good witch because she said she was a good witch, but she like done crushed that lady, other witchy, with her house and took her shoes and was like, I'm the good witch though. You know, really, we're the old narrator of our own story. So listen, she says she's the good witch, but I have my doubts. You know, those those pink ladies. I think there's some there's some vibes under the surface. Anyway, off topic, getting us back to being focused. I think that there are a lot of ways that aren't just like changing your job, getting into a relationship, like doing things huge different that way, but doing things little different. Like, oh, I really hated my coffee routine. Like I used the the filters and the pour over and I'd have to boil the water and it really made my Mondays feel jacked. It made me really sad. And every morning of the week, it would make me feel sad because I didn't like how I was making my coffee. So I got this really, but I also didn't like coffee makers because they don't, the water doesn't get hot enough and I think that's dumb. So I got a hybrid coffee maker that does the same thing I would do in the morning with the tea kettle. And now all I have to do is press a button and I get coffee. And I'll tell you what, I'm having much better starts to my mornings. I'm nicer to my kids. It's a trickle down effect, right? It's like little things. What if like your outfit was already laid out for you like a goddamn seven-year-old? What if you did that the night before? What if you took all of the stressful parts of your morning, figured out why it was stressful, and then shifted it? That's kind of the vibes this week is we're going to start seeing where we're malaised, 
where life isn't working for us and we're gonna try to do it different. Well, I hope, this is my advice, is that I hope that you try to do it different. And I hope that we can all have a few more honest talks this week. I hope we can all find a way to be compassionate for each and every person that's in our reality, the coworker that drives you crazy, you know, the kid that is imbalanced and freaking out. It's like, how can you find a neutral place instead of just annoyance or judgment? The same thing with like overwhelming joy, you know, like how do we look at joy differently? Because joy was not meant to just be fit on a spoon for sipping. I think joy is, is a wildly, you know, underrated emotion that we don't engage in during the week because we're so busy adulting. So it's like our homework assignment is to see the places that are really like malaise in our life and then see where we can find a joy point for that part of our day. Now I love my morning coffee because I fixed that. And you know, it's a small, small thing, but it's trickled down into the rest of my reality. I decided to jump full on back into astrology. And since I've done that, I've gotten so many more calls for readings. It's like before I've even published or advertised anything, the energy of my shift has made changes. Never doubt the power of your own mind. But, and here's the caveat, and here's the astrology in the sky this week, our thoughts are not us. Like, we are not what we think. We are, in essence, an ever-evolving culmination of these thoughts. So, like, feed yourself well. Don't just eat good food. Think good thoughts. Like, you know, thinking we're going to you know, hate on ourselves all day and then the solution's going to come is not the right thinking, right? I mean, but if we start believing in ourselves more, if we wake up in the morning and kiss that mirror and say, good morning, you, if we write affirmations to ourselves for ourselves and start believing them, gosh, such a little thing saying, hey, you're going to do great today. You're going to freaking kill it. You'd say that to your friend. Why wouldn't you say that to you? So these little things, coffee in the morning, these little ways, hey, you're going to kill it today. These little perspective shifts. I'm going to do the laundry on Sunday so that I don't have to do it on Monday. I don't know. Call me crazy. But I think whatever comes up this week, I want you to really pay attention. Think about like the most annoying thing that comes up this week and write it down. And then I want you to see like how you can rearrange your thinking and rearrange your thoughts to find and infuse joy into the thing that annoys you the most, right? You'd want that for your book characters. You'd want that for your friends. We all want happy endings in the, in the end, but we're not willing to go through the riffraff when really it's the riffraff. It's kind of the plot is what creates the end. And when we get to the end of our beautiful lives, we want to say that we cheered for ourselves and we believed in ourselves and we believed in our own happy endings. So that's, that's big news stuff. But when we start infusing it into our day-to-day, -day, which is what Virgo was trying to oomph us into this weekend, which I'll tell you right now, Virgo moons are very hard for me and I was very cranky and I was horrible to be around all weekend. But I got the memo. You know, that it's the smaller things in our daily life and rituals that end up making the big thing. Look at the card I pulled, you guys. Happy, happy, happy.
You think of that Ren and Stimpy show. Happy, happy, joy, joy. You know, happiness is a choice. I hate to break this to you, but all of the things that happen to you, I want you to shift that focus. Instead of saying, why is this happening to me? Say, why? how is this happening for me? What is the for? Like, what is the lesson? You know, a lot of really horrible things have happened to me in my life. A lot of things that hurt and a lot of ways in which I could be a huge victim of my own life circumstance. But really, when I look at the very worst things that have happened to me with different viewfinders of, gosh, what is this trying to teach me? Then it, not only will it help me get the lesson quicker, but it helps me understand that none of us escape this unscathed. None of us are gonna just have perfectly peaceful, happy lives. It's in the boil, the soup boil, that the flavor gets drawn out. So listen, if you be boiling this week, if stuff's coming up, good. Let it and ask yourself, this is, and ask yourself, what is this doing for me? Instead of why is it happening to me? What is this doing for me? We just need to switch our perspective a little bit to get that happy, happy. Because it's here, Pisces season wants us to dream so big, so big. Like what could you dream? But then not just what could you dream, what could you achieve if we mastered what it was we truly wanted? I think a lot of us deep down don't really know what it is we truly want. So that's the week. Think about it. What do you truly want? How do we get in our own ways? And what can we do to change the yucks of our day into the yums of our day? That is my inquiry to you. I hope you have a beautiful week. I hope you take good care of yourselves. And mostly, I just hope you don't take it too serious. Because anytime we start taking life, events, circumstances too serious, we don't have perspective any longer. We can't see the running joke that is all of our lives, right? We can't take a bird's eye view and look and be like, oh, <laughs> yeah, I see what I did there. You know, it's really important in this Scorpio moon coming up to take righteous accountability for the ways in which we really screwed the pooch because it's nobody else. It's me. I'm the problem. It's me. I'm the problem. What if like we got with that bandwagon and we knew that we were the problem? We'd want to fix that, right? So gentle fixing. Let's not shit ourselves to death. Let's not be judgey. Let's not judge, but let's innovate. Let's find out what is under the hood of why things keep going wrong in our lives or why we're not where we wish that we were. So happy hunting and I will see you next week.